Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Tuesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Good. Busy night tonight. Very busy night for us. We're squeezing in a show. That's right. (laughs) What we do for our our listeners. I know. All all three of them. That's right. Well, those three Dawn. There's Dawn, Melissa, Jason, (laughs) and Reg. And my dad. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't have a dad. The Disney on Broadway concert series lineup has been finalized. That's starting really soon, right? When does uh, Festival of the Arts start? Festival of the Arts starts, I believe, on January 18th. Okay. Possibly the 17th. The Festival of the Arts starts on the 17th. The Broadway performers uh, actually do start on the 17th. There are a ton of them. Uh, Kissy Simmons and Alden Fitzgerald White, who he is in The Lion King. Heidi Bickenstaff from Little Mermaid. Gavin Lee from Mary Poppins. Uh, Kara Lindsay from Newsies, Kevin Massey from Tarzan, Leanna Hunt from Newsies, Adam Jacobs, Jacobs from Aladdin, Ashley Brown from Mary Poppins, Josh Strickland from Tarzan, Cindy Winters from The Lion King, Michael James Scott from Aladdin. Those are some of the Broadway stars who will be appearing between January 17th and February 24th. They will be appearing in different combinations uh, of singers. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's a nice if you like Broadway tunes. Yeah, you know, the thing is, I think you you have a high caliber of performer for this. You know, sometimes they bring in um, sort of B acts, Mm -hmm. B musical acts. Like Nelson? Exactly. And like, were they ever really all that talented even to start with? But I mean, Broadway performers, obviously they have these great voices and everything. There's no auto-tune being used. No. Nelson didn't use auto-tune. No, no, they didn't. Um, the Academy Award nominations are out, and Walt Disney Studios collected quite a few nominations. They did. Uh, they received 23 Academy Award nominations, including uh, Best Picture um, for Ford versus Ferrari, which was a Fox film, and Jojo Rabbit, which was a, a Fox Searchlight film. Uh, Scarlett uh, Johansson got uh, Best Actress in a Supporting Role nomination for her role in Jojo Rabbit. Adopted Screenplay, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, by Taika Waititi, who is the director of Thor. What is Jojo Rabbit? Do you know? Uh, Jojo Rabbit's one of those weird films. You've seen the commercials. It's the guy who's like Hitler. It had to do with like the Nazis. Uh, I feel the like Nazi there's youth. always a few that I feel like I need to see so that I know what all these nominations are about. And that's right. probably one of them. Um, Avengers got for uh, best visual effects. Lion King and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker were in the visual effects category as well. So Disney will probably take home that uh, Oscar. Uh, As usual, Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker uh, uh, was nominated for best sound editing as well as original score because John Williams, like everything he does is pretty good. Um, Pretty good? You think that gets you a... Pretty good, yeah. You think that gets you an Academy Uh, Award? One thing that is missing is that Frozen was not nominated for Best Animated Feature Film. Uh, Toy Story 4, Pixar's Toy Story 4, was nominated in that category. But Frozen 2 was not. So is that a snub? Um, They were nominated, however, for Best Song. um, And that was Into the uh, the Unknown. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, which was original song. Um, I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away, which was from Toy Story 4. And Randy Newman was also nominated. So... Very interesting to not see a Frozen movie uh, get nominated. Yeah, well, I don't know. A a two? How many sequels get nominated? Although Toy Story sequels. Well, this is Toy Story 4. I know. That's true. That's two times more than two. So Awesome Planet is supposed to open soon. That's opening in the Land Pavilion in Epcot. What day? Uh, On the 17th. It has to be the 17th. Everything's the 17th. 17th. 
Um, and they have announced who the host is going to be. That's it's right. one of our favorites. That's right. You want to say it? Phil Dunphy. Phil Dunphy. <laughs> From Modern Family. I don't even know the actor's name. Also known as Ty Burrell. Okay. Um, he's going to be the host slash narrator, uh, as Cheryl mentioned, of Awesome Planet, which is a film that will provide guests with an on-screen journey of the planet, uh, showcasing the beauty, diversity, and dynamic story of our Earth. And that is in the Land Pavilion in Epcot. I'm very excited that there's something coming back to that space. Right. It's a, you know, it's a good spot. It's, you know, if it's kind of rainy out or if it's really hot or if it's really cold, you're indoors. It's nice to be able to hit, you know, a few attractions over there. Yep. So it's nice to have one more in there. And while we're talking about Epcot, I'm going to jump ahead a couple of stories because we've got some Epcot stuff going on. Uh, And that is there is a new little restaurant that is debuting outside of Test Track and it is called Taste Track. It is a kiosk uh, that will offer burgers and fries. Um, and this is in anticip- anticipation of the fact that the electric umbrella will be go- will be closing for an extensive refurbishment. It's been supposed to close since November. It's still open, but its closure is imminent. Um, it's very funny because this little uh, kiosk is like this uh, a little it's, bigger than like one of those old photo mat booths. Well, yeah, I mean, like the electric umbrella, if I recall correctly, has maybe twelve stations 12 to order from, <laughs> right? and this is one. Right, this is one window. Yeah, it's like a pickup window and a pay spot. I don't think it's going to replace it. Right. And then there's more things going on in Epcot. Some sh- new show times for impressions. To def- oh, well, not. Not new show times, the show times for That's Impressions right. de France and so, Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Yes, there are two new movies, uh, two new things coming along. Um, the Bell, Beauty and the Beast sing-along will be available until 7.30 at night. And then at seven, from 7.30 to 9, the new Impressions de France movie will show. So uh, they're supposed to be able to schedule them intermittently because they have digital signage. But it looks like it's going to be Beauty and the Beast 80% of the day and Impressions de France for an uh, you know an hour and a half. So they're in the same space? They're in the same I space. I did not understand that. Yes. This is news to me now. Okay. That's weird. It is. It's very weird. And I mean, especially because there's a new movie for, right. for France. Like you'd think that you'd want right. to uh, be watching it. Palais du Cinema is the actual building. Hmm. All right. Um, Test Track, it seems, is closing for refurbishment. How long is that going to be closed? Uh, Test Track is already closed for refurbishment. Oh, my. Um, So uh, it is scheduled to uh, happen. Let's see how long. I don't think there is a date. It is down. Um, You know, they're they're doing this now, though, because coming soon, they are going to be closing uh, Spaceship Earth for a two-year refurbishment. And... um, they have to get this little bit they out of the to, way, they have, I guess. To, they have to get this done. So it looks like test, yeah, test tracks just refurbished. They don't have a date on it. It's just their uh, upcoming, uh, you know, refurbishment underway. <laughs> did you look this up anywhere else? I didn't, to look, see I if did, I didn't look this there, up. At there, all. there may be a date. There, totally there, may, there may be a date. date. He, Tony just date. doesn't know what it is. Yeah. Um, I'll look that up while he's doing something else. So let's talk about what else is closing um, over by Spaceship Earth. There's a gift shop that is also closed for refurbishment. That's right. Gateway Gifts, as well as the walkway in front of it um, that are on one side of Spaceship Earth are actually uh, closed now. Um, There's a set of uh, the mobile planters uh, blocking your path and pushing you over to the right side of uh, Spaceship Earth over where the old camera uh, 
well, the newly refurbished camera station is, um, which heads over towards the seas and the land pavilions. Um, did you look up the test track refurbishment for I us? I did. It comes up pretty pretty easily. Does it? Yeah. Good research, honey. Uh, January 13th through February 26th. Okay. So it's a month and a half. Yeah. It's a, that's it's pretty- It's a sizable yeah. refurb. I'd want to know that before I went to Epcot. Which pretty much leads me to, to the question of, is anything open in the uh, you know front part of Epcot? You know, World Showcase they is ju- doing. They're well. opening a movie on the seventeenth. <laughs> oh, so they're they're closing Test Track. They're closing the gift shop. They've ripped out the fountain. Club Cool is gone. The electric umbrella's closed. Test Track's going to be closed. But they have Phil for Modern Family. But they're giving us Phil Dunphy. That's right. That is a pretty fair trade. I think so. All right, and let's move to. I'm going to shoot the across sword to, and the stone because we skipped that one. That's right. It was reported yesterday that the sword had been removed as a uh, first step in the refurbishment of the King Arthur carousel. However, it was noted that uh, apparently a guest tried to rip the sword. Well, did succeed in ripping the sword out of the stone um, and broke off the sword in the locking mechanism because <laughs> this guy was pretty strong. And uh, the reason the uh, duct tape was over there is there was a jagged piece of the sword still in there. They did not want guests putting their fingers in there. Mm. However, uh, the sword has returned to its rightful place, and it is on top of a new, freshly polished anvil. Very nice. Um, So if you uh, were sad about the fact that the sword was not there anymore, it is now back. It's back. Overnight. Reappears. Uh, let's talk about the movies, Rise of Skywalker. It's, uh, had quite a rain in the movie theaters, but I hear it is no longer number one. That is true. It was knocked out by the World War I drama, 1917. Um, it has been now about three weeks since Star Wars Rise of Skywalker was released. It is closing in on the $1 billion mark, um, but has not made it yet. It should do it within the next week, week and a half. Um, and in... Uh, speaking of billions of dollars, another $3 million of Avengers Endgame box office was found over in China, which brings their what do you total. Mean they found it. They, uh, there was an they account, forgot to account for it? There was an accounting issue, and they realized that they had not counted uh, an additional like $3 million, huh. which actually bumps them up from 2.7, uh, 2.798 to over $2.8 billion as the number one grossing film of all time now. Yay. Some new Mickey ears were released. They're actually from the Figment Color Company. They are Figment-themed, although they look kind of uh, mermaid-y. Yeah, that that new, I don't know, they call it mermaid sequins, where you can kind of rub your hands against it, and And it it changes changes the the color or texture of them. Uh, But they are reversible rainbow rainbow sequins on each ear. Instead of a bow, there is an advertising piece of uh, an advertisement for Figment Color Company, which uh, has figment in a little painter's cap. And then it is a, a satin purple uh, headband. Those uh, are retailing for $29.99, like most of the ears. That is right. Moving over to SeaWorld, it looks like their attendance is up just a little bit from last year. 2%. It so, is. Yeah, a little yay. 2% bump from SeaWorld, which is nice. Uh, and you said uh, it looks like their management, you were reading that article. and uh... Yeah, for, since February of 2018, SeaWorld is on their fifth CEO. That's That can't be so good. So that's, that's not even a Are year. Are they hiring like crappy CEOs or like all the CEOs like, oh, no, this place is trouble? A couple of them were interim. But, I, I mean, really, how many interim CEOs are you going to have? 
I don't know. Well, I mean, if they're good ones and they know they're interim, they might be leaving for other things. Right. I don't know. And then also Legoland. We had reported um, a week or two ago that SeaWorld and Aquatica had those preschool passes. Yep. And now Lego is joining that trend. That's right. Legoland is offering children ages three and four a preschool pass. They must register for the pass by February 3rd and be prepared to bring a copy of the birth certificate or passport for proof of age. There are no blackout dates for these passes. Nice. Yeah. I like that they do that. Yeah. Very nice of them. I think that's all we have for today. Um, If you wanted a little bit more Cheryl and Tony, you can come visit us over on the Disney Drive Time podcast Facebook page. So until tomorrow, (laughs) I'm Tony. (laughs) I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time podcast.